You're listening to the Mowing in the Dark podcast, where we talk about business, family, and life. Now here's your host, Aaron Sutter. Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Sutter, and today I want to talk about having a vision and goals for your life. And, and dreams for your life. This is something that I have not really implemented for myself until this year, and I really have found it helpful. Uh, I've heard a lot of different people talk about vision boards and, and setting goals, and I've set goals for myself in the past, but it was it was kind of empty because I didn't have that overarching vision of what I wanted. And so today I want to dive into that a little bit more. I've been doing some reading. I've been doing some uh, just different things, really implementing and searching out that vision for my life, for my family's life, what we want to, to be like, what, we, what lifestyle we want to live. And so this past week I was listening to an audio book by Darren Hardy and I can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head, but in that book, he, he has a quote and he says, figure out the lifestyle you want to live and then work backwards from there. So reverse engineer your life from there. And I don't know the exact quote. I wish I had it written down, but, but that's essentially what he was saying. And I really took that to heart. So a few weeks back, my wife and I had our 15th wedding year wedding anniversary and we took a trip up north Michigan to Mackinac Island. Now, we have been to the to the island many times before. We've brought our kids, we've ridden our bikes around the island. But if you know anything about Mackinac Island and some of you probably don't, so let me just explain it to you. So Mackinac Island, it's an island in the Straits of Mackinac. It, it's the, the waterway that connects Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. And so they call that the Straits of Mackinac. That's where the Mackinac Bridge is. Uh, it's in between the UP or up north Michigan and the lower peninsula Michigan. And... We have been there many times before, like I said, but we've basically just stayed in the touristy kind of area and we haven't really ventured out to explore a whole lot of the island before. The island is exactly 8.2 miles around, so it's, it's not a huge island, but there's a lot to see and a lot to do, and most of it is a state park. Uh, so there's no homes on, on a lot of the island, but there is quite a few homes on the island as well. There's 550 residents year-round that live on the island. And so this time, we, my wife and I, we were there alone. We got an Airbnb. There's only like three Airbnbs on Mackinac Island, and we got one of them for the weekend. And it was way back 
on on a far side of the island, uh, an area called Stone Cliff. And they have an airport on the island, and there's an airport there, and there's a golf course right there. There's like two really expensive restaurants back there. Uh, but it is like a mile, a mile and a half away from the touristy area. And so it was really nice for us to get away from that touristy area and actually see more of the island than we ever have before. And just the beauty of Mackinac Island, the all the 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 trees and the forest, it's it's wooded, it's beautiful. They have homes throughout there and there's homes that have horses and things like that in that area and it is just so beautiful and as I'm talking here I've got my eyes closed and I'm just I'm I'm envisioning my wife and I riding our bikes because there's no automobiles allowed to drive on the island except for emergency vehicles and there is a set time during the year when the residents that live there year-round uh, can bring their cars out and drive on the island. It's not very often. But I'm, I'm just envisioning the wind in my hair, uh, us riding our bikes down to where the, the main restaurants are, the main touristy hub of the island. And it's only about a quarter-mile stretch of touristy area where all the shops are and things like that. But what my wife and I did is we actually explored a little bit more of the island this time. And we actually went into the the little village where the year-round residents live. And I got to tell you, it's just like any other small town. It was it was wonderful. It was quaint. And my wife and I were both from small towns. We live in a small town now. And once you get out of that touristy area on Mackinac Island and you get up into that little village, it feels like a small town. Like they have their own little little general store there. It, it's just, it was wonderful. And it was beautiful. And I, I don't know about my wife, but I just got this longing in my heart to own a place that we could go to whenever we wanted on Mackinac Island. And Mackinac Island is a very expensive place to live because they have to bring everything over by boat and then they have to haul it around with horses and, and wagons or by bicycle. And so it's, it's quite an expensive place to live. But I'm telling you what, there's condos that are being built there and there's many condos there now. They're about half a million dollars. And I got this, this burning desire in my heart to be a part of this community. Not, not the touristy area necessarily, although that's lovely, but the community that is the island. A lot of people don't know that there's um, a high school on the island. There's grade school on the island. They have sports. I mean, it's just like any other community. And I, I just fell in love with the island that this time that I was there. And so I really got this burning desire in my heart to own a place on the island. And so my wife and I, our last day there, we went down to a little coffee shop uh, 
down in the touristy area and my wife loves that kind of coffee so she got coffee and I got a little I don't know frozen coffee something and right next door is the Mackinac Realty uh, office and so I stopped over there and we were looking at the postings of homes for sale and there was a few condos that were for sale and while we were on the island we met up with a friend and his two little girls and he's had the same desire as well of owning a place on the island and we went to dinner one night and we were talking about owning a place on the island and what that would look like and and how how that would work and maybe we could get two two families to go in together and purchase this condo and then we would share it throughout the year and that to me is an awesome idea however i also want my own i want my own where i can rent it out if i want to i can throw it on airbnb and make some money when we're not there because i mean there's like eight months of the year where that island is packed full with tourists and they're looking for uh good places to stay and so that would be a big option that we could do and so this is just a dream that has come into my heart and since this this dream this desire has come into my life and has really permeated who I am I've just realized that I I want that and and I'm nowhere close to that yet I'm nowhere close to owning that yet but it put this desire in my heart that I haven't had up until now where I'm starting to reverse engineer the lifestyle that I want to live so that I can have that. And so I have been starting to really push advertising and to start push, pushing like aerations, overseedings, fall cleanup, spring cleanup to try and get more business, to make more money, to, to grow this business and because that's the only way that I am going to be able to eventually afford this place. And it, it has just motivated me to, to work. So since we've gotten back from the island, I've worked, we've been back from the island about four weeks now, and I've worked three of those four Saturdays that I've been, that we've been back. And, and I'm putting more money on the books and I'm putting more work on the books and I'm trying to drum up more snow removal business. I'm really pushing hard for that. And this year is, is hard. It's tough because there's like office buildings and things like that. A lot of those people are working from home, so they're not going to need their, their parking lot plowed. And so I'm trying to shift and focus more on residential this year. And that is, it's, it's a struggle guys. I'm not going to lie. It's a struggle to get people to notice you, to want to, to hire you for that. But I'm, I'm hitting that hard. I'm doing Facebook ads. I'm doing uh, print marketing, like postcards. I'm doing anything that I can think of to drum up some snow removal business for this year. And, and it's tough because a lot of people in my area, 
do snow plowing on the side and they do it for dirt cheap. There's a guy in my town that offers snow removal for 10 bucks. Here's the catch. He's obviously not insured and he doesn't get out of the truck and he doesn't clear sidewalks. So when people see him post this on Facebook, they think, oh, wow, this is great. This is a great deal. Let's jump on it. That's, that's fine. But then there's nobody to clean the sidewalks because he is too lazy and too cheap to charge to get out of the truck and clean the sidewalks. So that's where I'm positioning myself in my advertising to get jobs. Now, I'm way more expensive than that. My minimum is $30 for a driveway and sidewalks. And if you're a corner lot, it you're probably going to be at $45 per push. And it's just the way I do it. And I, I have everybody prepay the, the season so that I don't have to worry about billing. I can just get out there when it snows and clean it up. So I, I'm, I'm just driven to get this dream. Guys, if you don't have that 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 lifestyle that you want to aim for that you can push for that you can drive towards it, to me it felt like i was just out lost at sea you know out on the sea without a rudder just being pushed around by the waves and now I feel like I have a rudder, my sails are full, and I'm cutting straight through the waves. And it is such a, a refreshing feeling to have a target that I'm, I'm aiming for and, and working towards. And my wife and I, we're actually on the same page. We both want this dream. We both want, want this. We, want, we have this unison desire. It's not just about making more money just to make more money. We have a goal. We have a dream. We have a passion that we're working towards now. And it, it is just, it has created this unity that we're driving towards this thing together. Guys, I would encourage you to sit down with your wife. Lay out your, your goals and your dreams with her. It, it's uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. It was uncomfortable when I said to my wife, man, I would love to own a place on this island. It was uncomfortable because it felt like, like I was exposing myself. And you are. But there's something refreshing about that. And when you, and maybe your wife isn't on the same page with you on your dream that you want to have. Okay. Then... Ask her what her dreams are, what her desires are, what her goals are. And maybe you can inspire her to, to find that and reverse engineer and then shoot for that goal. And then you're, you're like a ship cutting through the waves, just dead set on that goal, on that port at the other side of the ocean. And you can work and you can drive towards that. And there is, there's less resentment there when you have a unicid, a unified goal that you're working towards to, to get to that goal and celebrate that. Guys, I have just found, found that having 
this goal, this desire, this passion, this this thing at the end of the rainbow that I want to attain has been just a, a, a force. And, and I would encourage you guys to really sit down and think about it because it has completely changed my mindset. And like I said, I was just, I was just doing the work, just making money to make money there just to support the household. While that's a fine goal and that's something that you need to do, you got to have something beyond that. You got to look beyond that to, to the lifestyle that you want to attain and then shoot for it. Guys, I, I just, I don't know. I'm just so, just so fired up about this. And, and I have, I have pictures on my phone of the postings that were on the island of, of these, these condos that are for sale. And I have them on my phone and I'll look at them like once a week, sometimes more than that. I'll look at the listings on the website for Mackinac Island once a week to keep it fresh in my mind. And as I'm driving out Monday morning, that is what I'm envisioning is that condo on Mackinac Island. And I am driven to that. And, and it is just something that my heart desires. And I know my wife is aiming at that goal as well. And together we are, we are fighting for that end goal. And once we get that, then there will be another one. We will have another goal and maybe it won't be as big and it won't be as audacious, but it's going to it's going to be something that we can shoot for together. It is so unifying. And guys, I I desire that for you. Reverse engineer the lifestyle you want to have and start working towards that. Guys, I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you would, please head over to Apple iTunes, shoot us, drop us a rating and review. And uh, just just let us know how we're doing on this podcast. And uh, that would help us out a lot. Also, if you haven't yet, head over to my YouTube channel, Lansing Lawn Service, LLC. You can type in Lansing Lawn Care. My channel will come up. Check that out. There's a ton of good information over there. I have 262 videos over on that channel of just entertainment, of advice, of just all kinds of stuff, guys. So check that out. Uh, That is a good resource for anyone who is trying to perfect their craft in lawn care. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. And I will see you guys in the next podcast.